Welcome back, everyone, to the Quiz Hub podcast. I'm your host, Michael, and this is my co-host, Amanda. We are glad to be back. We had um, a little bit of a time management issue on our part. I'm currently working on a little project for the podcast, a little advertisement music video type thing. It could be going a little better. I'm experimenting in it, trying to get some stuff underway, trying to figure little, you know, little things out here and there. But we're making pretty good progress. I got the lyrics down. I'm not going out of my way to make, <coughs> excuse me. I'm not going out of my way to make my own beat. I borrowed a beat from somebody. Um, hopefully I do not get sued. So there's that. Um, <laughs> yeah. Um, so pretty exciting uh, episode we have here today. Um, we're going to talk about a few things. We're going to talk about um, Taco Bell bringing back some items that got taken away last year. We're going to continue on our path with our uh, with our learnings of the different um, cooking cooking methods. Last week we covered, uh, let's see, what was it? Baking and roasting, I think mm -hmm. it was. Yeah, yeah baking, baking and roasting. Week before that was sautéing. And this today we're going to be covering deep frying. So that's going to be exciting, going to be fun. Uh, we're going di to talk about, um, you know, the different oils that you can use while you're frying something, the different um, smoke points, which is um, very good information to help pre prevent grease fires. And uh, we're going to talk about, actually, we're going to talk about a grease fire that happened um, at our job at Marcy Joe's. That was uh, pretty exciting, but everyone was okay. We're going to talk about that. And then finally, for our health tip, we're going to be talking about the keto diet. So without further ado, we're going to go ahead and jump right into our, our list of <coughs> topics here, and we're going to start back. So as you know, last year, Taco Bell, uh, they took off quite a bit of items um, off their menu. You know, they took off the Mexican pizza. They took off um, all their potato items, which they had like that little soft potato taco um, on their dollar menu. They took that away. And then they took away one of my personal favorites, the quesarito. I absolutely love the quesarito. I got it at every single Taco Bell that I went to, and I was very upset whenever I found out that they were taking it away. What about you? Yeah, I really like the quesarito. But the one that I like is the, I think it's the vegetarian one. It's mm. the black bean quesarito. Yeah, that one was really good. I don't know what else they took away. My mom's favorite is the Mexican pizza. I know that. She... Oh. Also, th they didn't take this away last year, but I noticed that they took it off, like, uh, like whenever we started dating, like, a couple years ago, they took off the empanada, which yeah. I was very <laughs> upset to, to, to find that out because if – and for anyone who doesn't know, an empanada, basically, it's a – think of it like a hot pocket, but instead of, like, you know, pizza and cheese and sauce and stuff like that, it's, like, with, like – apples and sugar and like uh, like a apple jam type thing deep fried coated with like a cinnamon sugar oh, it was so good but they took that away for some reason that was before all this stuff but back to the other items like the potatoes <laughs> and stuff like that they said the reason that they took those items away was because um you know with covid last year a lot of the uh dine-in restaurants and the dine-in portions of the fast food restaurants they got shut down and so they needed to make it easier on the the cooks in the back. You know what I mean? So they, because all they were doing was drive through, and you know it can't. And don't get me wrong, drive through. I've worked my first job 
was at a crystal and I was started off in the dining room taking orders up front. And then after that, um, they trained me to do the fast food, uh, the, what do you call it? The drive-through cashier. Mm-hmm. And it's no joke. It, like, especially just because, um, you know, lunchtime comes around or Sunday morning rush or Saturday morning rush. Um, they all come for their food and you know most of the times it's it was busy both in the front and in the back so i was getting slammed in the the drive-through and then the front cashier was also getting slammed in the uh in the front counter and so if you cut out you know the front counter everyone who's coming is going through the drive-through so you have to make it easier on them which i get you know it's not like the end of the world taco bell is still you know, they're still out there and they're not going bankrupt or anything like that. They're doing fine. They just have to take, you know, a few items away just so that way they can, you know, continue to work smoothly. But mm-hmm. now, starting March 11th, they're going to be bringing back the potato items. Uh, I didn't see if they're going to bring back any other items, but I did see that uh, March 11th, they're going to be bringing that back. So that's going to be good. I can get my little potato taco again. And then also... Um, they're working with uh, Beyond Meat to start bringing some um, some Beyond Meat uh, entrees to their menu, and because I know a lot of people, who was the first person that came up with a uh, Beyond Meat burger? Was it? I think it was Hardee's. Yeah, yeah. Hardee's did it, and then uh, Burger King picked up on it. And if you haven't had it, I mean, like, it's it's pretty good. Like, I tried it just because I was curious to see what it tasted like or anything, you know, stuff like that. So, I tried it. And you can kind of tell, like, if you sit there and you're thinking about it, like, and you know that it's a Beyond Meat burger, you're not, or you are going to be be able to tell. But if you are just, you know, if someone just brings you a burger and they're like, hey, here's a burger, and you just eat it and, you know, it's a burger or whatever, you mm-hmm. won't be able to tell. So it's, it's actually pretty good. And, you know, it's not a healthier option for you. It's just for people who don't want to partake in uh, eating any type of um, meat or you know, yeah. anything like that. Um, so, yeah, they're going to be making some Beyond Meat entrees uh, within this uh, this upcoming year and next year, bringing potatoes back. And um, so, yeah, that's going to be fun and exciting. I don't yeah. think I ever had their potato things. So. No? No. They're really good. The potato yeah. taco is, you know, it's just – they're little flour tortillas, and they put the potatoes in there, and then they put a um, their little Taco Bell chipotle. I don't, I don't know if it's a chipotle sauce, whatever sauce they use. Oh yeah, that creamy. Yeah, that creamy spicy stuff. Yeah, a little spicy. Yeah. Yeah, mm. they use that, and then a little bit of cheese. And okay. then I think the other thing, I, uh, no, because I had the hash browns in it. I was gonna say, the the breakfast burrito. Technically, mm-hmm. it does have potatoes in it, but the it's a the hash brown potatoes. It's not the actual um, potatoes that we're talking about that's coming back. So, yeah, that's exciting. Can't wait for that to happen. And then um, next up, we're going to talk about uh, our, our deep frying. And, you know, uh, and if you don't know what deep frying is, hopefully most of you do because, you know, we deep fry french fries, fried chicken, onion rings, fried pickles, stuff like that. Um, deep frying is whenever it's part of the dry cooking methods. Um, and I know you're thinking, you know, you might be thinking, how is it dry? It's getting submerged in grease. Well, you know, with the dry, it's, it's cooking with, um, hot air or hot fats. Um, and then the moist cooking methods 
are cooked with moisture, cooked with water, or any type of liquid. That's not a fat. So deep frying is whenever you're fully submerging whatever you're cooking in um, a hot tub or cast iron. No, when I say cast iron, I mean like the cast iron pots, not the cast iron skillets. Or uh, our actual like commercial deep fryer. Mm-hmm. And um, whenever you do that, you're able to cook it evenly, like throughout like because like with pan frying and sauteing you have to flip it over like every every now and then so depending on whatever you're cooking you have to time it right uh and make sure that you're leaving it on one side um so that way you can get the proper crust proper color on it and then you have to do the same for the other side make sure you get the same thing so but with deep frying um you are fully submerging it so it's fully covered in that fat Mm -hmm. um there are different oils that you can uh, used to deep fry. Um, the most popular one that I've seen is peanut oil. Um, I, that's what I use. But um, and some restaurants do use it. But I think most most restaurants they want to kind of go towards like soybean oil or canola oil, just so that way they can avoid um, people with uh, with like nut allergies and stuff like that. Because if you're frying with peanut oil, uh, you're cutting. And if you have a bunch of fried items on your menu. And someone comes in with a peanut allergy, you're basically cutting off half the menu right off the bat with mm-hmm. for them. So you want to make it to where you can, um, you everyone can be able to enjoy the food. So uh, the next, like I said, peanut oil, soybean oil, canola oil, vegetable oil, um, and it, I don't. I mean, to my from my experience, I've never had, uh, I've never been able to tell the difference between taste between all the different oils mm-hmm. like it's just like it all tastes the same to me honestly yeah. so so basically it's just like you pick your own pick whatever you want pick whatever's in your budget because some of those oils are more expensive than you uh, and it, than the others um and then also what differs between them is the smoke points um and what a smoke point is it's it's the temperature of when the oil starts to like to like break down so like if you ever um to say you have a hot pan and you put your oil in there and it just starts smoking so what's happening is the particles in the oil they're starting to get to the point to where they're breaking down and they're burning and if you see that uh, two things can happen not two things can happen two things will happen if you leave it going mm-hmm. like um will happen if you leave it unsupervised or like if you don't Lower if you the don't ten, if you don't tend to it really quick, you're yeah. gonna go from smoke point to flash point, and that's not gonna be fun because I've had my fair share of um, pan fires where you know you have to cut the cut the um, the fire off and um, do not put water in it to Mm-mm. turn it off. Um, if you've ever seen. If you've ever worked in a restaurant, um, you know, or you're not even just a restaurant, just, you know, if you've ever cooked with oil, you ever know when you ever you splash like a little bit of water in there, it starts making that bubbling noise. Yeah. Well, um, if you do more than that and you go and you put more water on it, what's going to happen is all that oil that's in the pan, all that fire, all that grease and stuff, it's going to start splashing. So whenever Mm. you have... um, you mix water with hot flaming oil 
and then you splash it everywhere, it's gonna spread. And if you can, if no, depending no. on what's around you, burn down a whole kitchen. <laughs> burn down a whole kitchen, and that's not something, <laughs> yeah, that you want to have uh, happen. Um, so yeah, just and the smoke points. I mean, it's you're not they're they're like in like the upper four hundred, like or not like mid four hundred range uh, degrees Fahrenheit. And um, most of the times, whenever you're deep frying something. Um, you can you're gonna be deep frying anywhere between 350 and 375, um, or even like for French fries. Uh, if you're doing like homemade French fries, a lot of people, um, or a lot of people that I see whenever they're frying fries, like, and I'm not talking about the the um, Orida bag of frozen fries that you get at the store. I'm talking about like if you cut up a thing of potatoes and you fry it up. Um, what I see is people they go and they just chuck them in there mm-hmm. and you know it it don't get me wrong it'll fry it but it's not going to give you what you're looking for yeah so what i do if i ever fry like uh hand cut fries what i'll do first is i'll cut my fries into the shapes that i want and then i'll put it in a uh, a tub of water mm-hmm. let that soak for a little bit then after that i'll pour it onto a towel i'll dry it up then i'm going to set my uh, deep fryer to about 250, 275 degrees. And what I'm going to do is I'm going to fry that just so that way you can cook it. The point of that fry, it's going to be fried twice. Mm-hmm. The point of that specific fry is going to be to actually cook the potatoes. Okay. So then. Oh, to like make them like. Like fluffy. Make them soft. Yeah. Like. Um, like biteable. <laughs> I don't know how to say it. Like chewable. Well, just like mushy. Yeah, it's gonna inside. like like yeah. yeah, nice and fluffy on the inside, so that way you, you actually get that that French fry texture that that you know we all want. Yeah. Then after that, after it's cooked, cook it probably maybe like. I guess it just depends on whatever, uh, fry like whatever size fries that you're doing. Uh, you can test it with you know just pull a fry out and bend it. If it's like the if it's cooked, then you can take it out. Mm-hmm. Um, after that, what I do is I'll freeze it. Uh, you know, let it drain, let the oil drain and everything. I'll put it on a pan, freeze it until it's frozen. Then I'll bring my heat up in my fryer up to that 350, 375 range. Then I'll fry it until it's golden and crispy. And then, boom, you have hand cut French fries. Okay. I'll have to make a you video. You don't like, you don't bread it or anything? No, I mean, you can. You can do like, uh, like, I've, like Marcy Joe's has beer battered. I think, I don't know if it's beer battered, but I do know that the menu says it's battered. I'm not sure if it's a beer batter or what kind of batter it is, but uh, you can batter French fries. Um, okay. Yeah. If you want like a crispier skin on it or something. No, it's gonna be crispy regardless. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, if okay. you do it, if you do it correctly, it's gonna take some some practice. But yeah. Um, let's see. We're talking about the different oils, smoke points. Um, okay. Yeah. So like I said, after smoke point, you have your flash point, and that's basically f- where your oil. Uh, the pan's so like so hot that you know your oil is starting to break down after all the stuff has broken down. Um, it's just gonna spark up, and what happens whenever that ha- well, like here's here's a way that you can handle the situation. Step one is turn off your fire, and step two. Well, and this is what I've done personally. Step two, if you have a second pan on on hand Mm -hmm. most times i do um what i do is i'll just take the other pan and i'll cover it yeah so if you because you know fire needs oxygen to 
to breathe, to build. So if yeah. you cut off the oxygen, like you, you know how like the candles, they have like the caps on it. Whenever you're done lighting it, you can just set the cap on it. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, like you're taking away its oxygen source. Yeah, source yeah. of oxygen, yeah. So then that, that's what I do. and the, or, or I mean, or if you don't have a second pan, you just leave it, leave it there. Uh, don't turn on the fire, and eventually all the oil will burn, like will burn off. But in a case where it doesn't burn off, um, always make sure that you have your fire extinguishers ready. But make sure that you have the correct one because there's different fire extinguishers for different reasons. So I have a list of them right here because there's no way I'd be able to remember this. But I do know that <laughs> your type B fire extinguishers, which is the ones that are in most restaurants, are for um, gasoline. Actually, I think they have multiple ones in restaurants, but I think specifically for the kitchen, they have the type Bs, which are for gasoline, grease, and oil. And then your type A's for like, you know, your cloth, your wood, rubber, paper, plastics, and stuff like that. Then you have different ones for electrical fires, combustible metals, and even, um, oh, actually, hold on. No, there's a kitchen fire one. So. Yeah, what's, I was going to say, what's the difference between the B and the K? <laughs> um, yeah, so, uh, so um, at the, on the list here, we have A, B, C, D, and then K. I don't know where E and F went, but um, I'm not really sure what the differences are. But I think um, oh, the one what's that? Uh, I'll I check it out in just a second. Guess it's the same thing. Well, I, well, I think the Type B one is for specifically for g- like car gas and grease and oil, and then the K mm-hmm. one is for your kitchen fires, like your grease fires. Yeah, and like um, B is like for more industrial, like stuff. automotive stuff and you know, yeah. stuff like that. Okay. Um, yeah. So, just make sure you have the right type of uh, fire extinguishers. Make sure if you if you're uh, own a kitchen or if you're um, working in a kitchen or even if you have one at your house, make sure everyone in the household knows where it's at or anyone in the restaurant knows where it's at because. Um, you never know when something like that can happen, and you if something like that does happen, you want to be able to make sure that everyone in the household uh, knows how to properly use a fire extinguisher, also where that fire extinguisher might be, or mm-hmm. any other safety precautions like that. Next up, we have our story of, I wouldn't say we almost died because we didn't, mm-hmm. but... There was a small grease fire, which is what we were just talking about before, um, at the kitchen in Marcy Joe's, and it wasn't at the fault at anybody, um, like, at that moment. It was, like, the fault of everyone as a whole, and we even had a meeting about it, because I guess, uh, and I'd take, like, I told him, man, I'd take maybe, maybe, like, 2% of the of the responsibility for it just because we i was I'm, I'm still new uh like three weeks and like the stuff that caused it could have been prevented b- like before i got there mm-hmm. um and we even had a meeting about it uh, a couple weeks ago but so I'll, t- I'll, t- I'll tell you what happened so what happened was i i have my setup and um you know there's a flat top grill connected to um a six burner stove so you know um and i have the flat top grill turned on because i'm using it to heat our meatloaf our meatloaf and our green beans and our brussels sprouts and a server comes in and she asks me how to make a 
or make the brownie dessert. And she was new, and I told her, you know, I was showing her where to find the brownies, and then I was, t- I don't, t- I told her I don't know how big they cut it because uh, the the servers always make it. And I turn around, and I see a small flickering in the back of the from underneath of the flat top. And for a second, I thought it was just the pilot light that was back there, but then the flame grew and it grew and it grew, and it was. It w- I mean it was pretty big like if it if we if no one was there it definitely could have escalated to the burning build the building burning down but mm-hmm. thankfully we were all there and um I called the um I called them or the manager uh because I I saw the I kind of first of all I kind of froze because like nothing like that's ever happened to me before so it's like I've never been in that situation where I've had to um take charge and do something but uh, the reason I called the manager was because I know that I could have, because um, I saw the fire extinguisher there, and I've I've know how to operate a fire extinguisher. But I I know I knew that if I were to douse the area with the fire extinguisher, mm-hmm. that I'll, like we would have to close. And so I grabbed the manager, which was he was right outside the door. And then he grabbed the fire extinguisher and he put the fire out and um, what do you call it? And after that, we were trying to, I was trying to see why it happened. And so I shined my light. Um, I, this is after all the fires and stuff gone out. I shined my light into the, into the, the flat top. And if, for those of you who don't know, there's a grease trap in the flat top and not just the flat top, but in like a bunch of grills that, um, that get used that require, um, you to use grease mm-hmm. so you have them in flat tops you have them in um your regular grills but like your your charbroils but for whenever it's charbroils it's not so much as um as a grease trap as it's more like a tray to kind of catch the debris and like the burnt um bits that are on that are stuck on the the grates mm-hmm. and yeah so i shine my light back there and you could see that the the grease trap. I mean, at the time it was empty, but you can definitely tell that uh, throughout uh, time it has gotten to where people didn't throw it out, so some of it might have spilled over, and that's what caused that's what caused it to light. So it started off as a small flicker, and then that whole thing it just grew. So that's why that's another thing that I was you know I was talking about earlier. You want to make sure that you're using or that you're um, your your uh what do you call it keeping a proper like sanitation just make sure you're doing your your due diligence around the kitchen mm-hmm. you know it might not seem like something that big and that's why they had a meeting about it um a couple weeks ago at our with our team and everything she sat down with us and said that we need to start doing it and so um yeah it's just something that needs to be done after every shift and just to prevent things like that not i mean because like they lost a lot of money just because we had to close like an extra hour and a half early mm-hmm. and it's not so, it's not something fun either because like you know it, it's and it's you a, had to clean after too yeah <laughs> so not yeah messy yeah not only that but like we had to clean everything because all the um all of the the fire extinguisher stuff and i guess this is the, what why you need the the kitchen fire one the kitchen fire extinguisher because whenever you spray it 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 makes it into like a like a hard 
like hard substance. Mm-hmm. And I guess that's to keep the oil from like spreading or something like that. It's to help kind of suffocate that flame. And um, so it's like it goes on as a liquid, but then it, it solidifies and it makes it to where the, the flame can't breathe and stuff like that. So that's how it stops it. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, we had to clean all that. I ha- We had to change out the, the fryer oil completely because a little bit had gotten into that. I had to clean everything. Um, I mean, and, and like we, we clean it up every night, but I had to go like extra clean everything just because I had to make sure that all of the fire extinguisher um, stuff, like all of the, the, the substance that got on it, I had to make sure all of that was gone because you can't, people can't eat that. They get sick. Yeah. And um, so, yeah, that wasn't fun, but you know, it, it happens and it's definitely preventable. Um, yeah, probably an eye opener for the managers too. Yeah. And I, I think, yeah. I think that's, I think, you know, that was a good, I mean, I'm not saying it was a good thing, but it's something that needed to happen so that way they can kind of see who, like who, not just like who's doing it, but just like get onto them about it, you know? Mm-hmm. So like just do your part. And it's, it's as simple as getting a spatula, getting a, your hand and just pouring it into your grease bucket and then going from there and putting it back in there. Uh, mm-hmm. run it through your, you know, spray it off in the dish room, get all that extra grease off. And then, um, yeah, you know, it's just something because like if, if no one was in, like, let's say, let's say for instance, I was in the bathroom or no one was in the kitchen. Mm-hmm. And or if I was in the kitchen and you were in the bathroom and I didn't know what to do. <laughs> well, I mean, like, <laughs> even if you were in there, I'm yeah. sure you would have gotten somebody, but like, I'm just saying if nobody was in there whatsoever and we yeah. were all, you know, if someone was in the back doing something, prepping something, if I was in the bathroom, mm-hmm. that it, it could have easily escalated to the point where we would have had to shut down the kitchen for a couple of days because, um, and like, I, I don't think the, the restaurant would have burned down just because we do most, most restaurants. And by most, I mean like m- probably every restaurant has a safety feature where, uh, it's on the hood vents. Um, there's little pipes that come down and they have little wax tips on them. And if the flame, um, touches the tips a little bit, Mm-hmm. It'll melt it, and once that happens, um, the whole system will go off. It's a big, it's a like two giant tanks that spray this chemical, and this chemical, like it just puts out the fire. And th- mm-hmm. the firefighter, he actually came in, and because the for some reason the, our smoke alarms didn't go off, but the next door neighbor's smoke alarms went yeah. off at uh, at Mule Town. What was it Mule Town Coffee or what? It, what's it called? Yeah, Mule Town Roast. Yeah, Mule Town Roast. Coffee Roast. Coffee yeah. Roast, something like that. Yeah. They're uh, alarms went off and um, ours went off after the fact that's when the firefighters came yeah the, so yeah so the firefighters came and you know a lot, uh, and su- to my surprise a lot of the customers that were there because we did have cu- unfortunately we did have customers in there at the time mm-hmm. uh, they weren't upset with anything because they were like oh we get a dinner and a show you know because I got to see the firefighters <laughs> yeah. and stuff like that I did feel bad for this one couple because they did come in and it was their first time going out since they've had their baby and it yeah. ended. They couldn't yeah. even stay in to finish their fried pickles because yeah. <laughs> it was smoking. Yeah. Yeah. So that, I mean, like, I do feel bad for them and I hope that um, that does, you know, that doesn't put a dampen, dampen, damper? Damper. Yeah, damper. A damper on things. But yeah. Um, yeah, the fire department, they got there and they asked what happened. We told them and they told us because uh, our, our manager, he asked the the firefighters if the what do you call it because the those pipes that i was talking about 
they didn't go off automatically. And he thought, I guess he thought that they were supposed to, they were supposed to. And the firefighter explained that um, they won't, won't go off automatically. What's supposed to happen is what I said, where the, the flame touches those, the wax tips mm -hmm. and then it melts off and then the whole thing just, just goes off. Okay. But he did say in a, an event where they, that doesn't happen, there's also another button or not, it's not like a button. It's like, um, it's a, it's a, a fire extinguisher. You know, like, have you, you see like in schools and stuff like that, they have like those fire alarms and stuff like that where like it turns on the sprinklers automatically and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's basically like that. And what it is, is you pull it and, or you lift it up and you pull it and it breaks, it breaks something and it causes a reaction to where it, what was supposed to happen happens. He said, just pull this, evacuate everybody and get out because if you know you have to pull it, then you're not you don't want to stay in there with the fire. So you just want to make sure that you evacuate, get mm -hmm. everybody out to safety. And yeah. And then after everything, after the fire department took their pictures for their report, after they left, um our manager showed everybody where to find the gas shutoff valve and the reason that you know that we had to have that or not had to but like it's a good thing to let people know where it's at in situations like that because um and again I've, I've never seen a home kitchen like this but in most commercial restaurants that use uh gas burners and gas stoves mm -hmm. um they have pilot lights and what a pilot light is it's um imagine uh it's like a mid little metal nub that's always emitting a small bit of gas mm. so that way and it has a constant flame you can if it goes out just light it back up with a lighter and the purpose of it is so that way whenever you turn on your gas on your stove um uh, you know, it, it lights up, mm -hmm. you know, in the kitchens, uh, if you have a, if you have a gas stove in your kitchen at your, at your house, um, most of the time it'll be that little electric one where it's like, you hear the little tick, 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 yeah. and then it ignites. Um, yeah, it's not like that in, uh, in restaurants. They do that. They do the ovens and stuff like that. Cause like, I know that we were having issues with our ovens, um, where the pot, the, what do you call it? First, like the pilot wasn't lighting. Yeah. And so we had to like there's a, a way to do it you have to press a certain button a safety valve or something then you have to click on using the ignition switch grills they have it if you have a um a grill in your backyard or anything like that i know uh, your dad's grill has one and a lot of times nowadays um the grills will be one start clicks because i've had plenty of grills or have worked on plenty of grills where you click it it doesn't work you click it again it doesn't work you click it again mm -hmm. it doesn't work and then you're checking everything if your valves are on if your um if your propane tank has propane in it if it's even on and it's just a whole bunch of issues but nowadays they fixed it to where it's just one click and it's, it's up and running mm -hmm. but yeah so that's our our marcy joe's story our first eventful thing that happened there <laughs> yep yep first eventful hopefully thing. hopefully we don't have more but yeah yeah, I don't. I don't think we. Will. I think that was a good eye opener to help everything and yeah. help everyone kind of get together and discuss what happened, how it can prove. And it can to know be that prevented. you're you're needed in the kitchen, even though. <laughs> hmm? And to know that you are needed in the kitchen to like, let them know, what's 
the issues and what's not. Oh, like always having somebody in the kitchen. Yeah. Oh, I thought you just meant like me specifically. I was like, well, I'm not, I'm not, I'm, I'm pretty good, but like, I'm not like <laughs> yeah. professional or nothing. Yeah. But yeah. Um, next up, we're gonna talk about um, in our little health segment, uh, the keto diet. Um, for those who don't know, the keto diet is where you go and you're taking out your car the carbs you know you're like majority of the carbs i think you like want to limit yourself to about 75 grams of carbs a day and you're upping your protein intake and your fats intake and um if you don't know carbohydrates um your body uses carbohydrates to um produce energy that's how you get energy you know so like if if you see somebody at the gym and they're like they're they're working out they have a hard workout uh most of the times what they'll have you know sometimes they'll have like a um a protein shake it depends on what they're trying to do if they're trying to to bulk up um they'll carb load so that way they have that energy and then they'll have their protein shake so that way they can their muscles can um grow bigger and stronger faster Mm mm-hmm and there's different different proteins and stuff like that. But they, I do know that they carb load because I did it in high school whenever I was in football, like uh, before practice, or not practice, but before our workouts, I would eat a thing of pasta with garlic and butter. And, you know, th- that with like uh, like proper water intake and everything, mm-hmm. uh, I would be pretty energized for the, for the day, for the workout. Mm-hmm. Now, granted, that didn't mean that I was, like, absolutely flawless. I was still huffing and puffing and dying and everything, but, <laughs> you know, it helped a lot. But with this keto diet, you like I said, you're, you're lowering your carbohydrate intake and you're upping your protein and your fats intake. And um, what's that? what that's doing is it, you, your body's not getting the energy it needs from the carbohydrates, so it's putting your body in this thing what it, that's called ketosis. And what ketosis does is it uses the the fat in your body to produce energy so it's helping you burn off more fats um and it's the the best my favorite thing about it is you don't have because like a lot of diets and stuff like that you have to watch your calorie intake and with this one you don't have to watch it as much now Mm -hmm. i'm not saying you can go and just slam down a whole pack of salami or, <laughs> or a pepperoni or whatever bag of cheese, bag of cheese yeah. something like that you can have those things although i would recommend you eat like healthy fats like maybe a, a little bit of avocado or even um what do you call it like uh like chicken stuff like that that's all right or you know even eggs you're just trying to up that protein up that fat and uh, you know with this one bacon is one of those things that you can actually have and Mm -hmm. not feel guilty about eating and i've done this diet before and i think the last time i did it which was about a year or so ago um i went from like what like 290 down to like 270 Mm-hmm. No, even 260, I remember. I don't think it was 260. I think it was like 260, 269. Yeah, because we were also going to the gym yeah, daily so too. Yeah, so, so if, you, if you mix that along with like meal prepping and going to the gym, um, it you, can, you, you will notice a difference in your, uh, in your weight. I, I noticed mm-hmm. that because I refuse, absolutely refuse to be over 300 pounds. 
Um, also, it's just like a thing because I, I want to be I want to be healthier, and I want to lose weight because I want to live a long life on on this earth. And I diabetes runs in my family, and I want to do anything I can to prevent that. So because uh, for diabetes sucks because I've seen. Uh, firsthand what it can do to people how it affects people and it affects everyone differently um and i know uh what do you call it because like i said it runs in my family so my mom had it my sister had it whenever she was pregnant mm-hmm. um uh, my brother-in-law he has it and his sister have it and so like it's something that we're all watching we're like have to monitor carefully i know that my grandmother she said that she's borderline the doctors tell her to always you know uh, eat healthier and stuff like that so she does and you know she eats like you know like fish and vegetables and stuff like that Mm -hmm. but she's mexican so she always likes to have foods with tortillas (laughs) yeah uh you know like different types of tacos enchiladas and stuff like that you know it's just something that um that we all have to watch for carefully yeah, you gotta have a lot of willpower for that, but for to prevent diabetes mm-hmm. for like um, Mexican food and stuff, you have to. Oh like yeah, it's it d- it's definitely gonna require you to have a ton of discipline. I know mm-hmm. um, what helps me with this uh, with my keto diet, like for like for like my lunch and stuff like that. I'll go and I'll have um, for my first break. I'll have. Uh, two eggs, a bell pepper, and half a cucumber, and then after after that, two hours, two two and a half hours go by, and we're at lunch. Lunchtime, I have my my salad, um, and then I have like some. I just got I got like to do chicken wings at uh, Kroger at Kroger because they were on sale. Chicken wings are ridiculously expensive for some reason. It's like they used to not be popular and people never got them, but then like something happened and they blew up and now Buffalo Wild Wings yeah, happened. Yeah, I don't, I don't and TikTok. Know. <laughs> yeah, it's yeah. it's ridiculous, you know, because you go the other day uh, at Kroger, their their wings were eighty eight or not. I'm sorry, not their wings, but the, all their chicken was like eighty eight cents a pound. The thighs, the um, the breasts, the mm-hmm. legs, eighty eight cents a pound. And you go to the chicken wings and it's like two dollars a pound so it's <laughs> like for the other stuff you're paying five bucks for a pack and then for the 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 wing it's like 15 it's like 15 20. bucks and i'm just <laughs> yeah. yeah i'm just like this is ridiculous i should never be having to pay this much for wings mm-hmm. but it is what it is can't yeah. fight it but. and hopefully soon i can do keto with you yeah she's got some got some got a little stuff going on yeah you know we're trying to fi- we're fixing it she went to the the doctors, hadn't you know? We talked about it, and he recommended some things. So we're we're currently doing that stuff, so that way we can yeah. get her on track, and we can both be healthier, live long for our son. Yeah, set a good example for him too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, we we we're glad to be back. I hope that episode was exciting for you as it was for us and i'm super excited for whenever this project is up because um it's gonna be awesome you know after i get all my stuff down after i get all my recording and editing down perfectly like down to the wire it's gonna be fire it might take us out (laughs) out the ghetto as they say yep we're going to the top (laughs) to the moon but we love you guys um if you like the video give us a like and a follow uh if you like the video 
um share it with your friends and if you made it this far in the podcast we thank you so much we love you guys we hope you have a safe rest of the week and we'll see you next week